Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hi everybody, I am a girl named Jane, and I am a singer, songwriter, performer, producer, ex-choreographer, dancer... Um, Lisa asked me to say a fun fact about myself. I don't know. Um, I went plant-based eating this year and I really miss lobster rolls. <laughs> Ooh, and how's that going for you? Um, it's going great. Um, I've only like had a couple off meals. Otherwise it's been perfect. I feel fantastic. And I just learned that Dennis likes the cuss. <laughs> 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 he didn't cuss much when we were together, but you Did know. Did I really not? I don't know. Oh. It just, it comes out. I don't know. I, it comes out when it needs to. <laughs> yeah, I think I cuss way more than you. <laughs> okay. Well, my name is Dennis, uh, also known as Sopos Mine. I'm a music producer, songwriter, engineer, I guess. Um, let's see. Fun fact about me. I don't know. I love to travel. Egypt was one of my favorite places to travel. Oh, here's oh. a fun fact. I got married in the Vatican. Wow. Oh, I, that is awesome. <laughs> what? How did that even happen? What? It's, <laughs> it's a call for that. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a, it's a very strange story. But yeah, it's definitely, uh, that's something that needs to happen on the side, probably. It's a long story. Wow, that is so amazing. And congratulations to that. Thanks. That is just awesome. Wow. Dude, oh my gosh. one up me. I'm like, I'm like lobster rolls. And Dennis is like, I got married at the fucking Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> Did oh you say when, when the priest said, you know, do you take this, this person to be your, your partner, your wife? And you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about We Are the Chorus by a girl named Jane. I want to start with the lyrics of this song. What is this song about and what inspired you to write it? So I initially got inspired by um, a friend of mine who's also a singer-songwriter. Her name's Marcy Geller. We were in a Zoom call with a bunch of other singer-songwriters and um, people were complimenting the chorus she had written and asked her like, you know, who did all the different voices? And she says, oh, those are all me. She said, I am the chorus, just joking around. And, you know, being that I had the songwriter disease, I automatically picked up my notepad and went, wrote down, I am the chorus. <laughs> and I kind of looked at the words and I went, I am the chorus, we are the chorus. And then that led me to thinking about all the movements that are going on over the past four years, um, you know, um, um, BLM and, uh, what else, the women's movement and, mm -hmm. and, um, uh, just everything that's going on with, you know, the, the gun violence we've had, just all the different stuff that we've been going through. And, um, I just became really inspired to try and write something about just how powerful we are when we get together, when we get all our voices together. Um, to, to do something. Um, a lot of people think it, 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 that it doesn't matter, but if you look back at movements past, it does matter. Any, any big change that's occurred is because a whole bunch of us have, you know, raised our voices and we've done it together and how important that is. And so that became the base for We Are The Chorus. 
So was there something that kind of like pushed you over the edge to really um, like move forward and finish the song? Because you've been on my show a couple of times now and like obviously like we've worked together. And so I know you have a lot of ideas. And like you said, you have like, you know, that songwriting disease. So when it comes to, you know, this particular song, was there something yeah that uh, really pushed you over the edge where you were like, I have to. I have to finish the song. I have to get it out there. That's a great question. I don't know if it was like any one thing (laughs) because with this presidency, there's like something every freaking day. Um, I think, I think it was really a collective. I don't, I, I honestly don't remember if there was like one little, you know, epiphany or thing. I think, um, somewhere in my phone I think I have a recording of me crying that I never posted Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I don't know if this was it but least knows that there was one moment where I was driving down the road um by myself and just like I've been watching too much tv and listening to the radio and reading the news and I think everyone's had one of these moments where it just became all too much Like, it's like, oh God, I just, I need to get away. I need to just like, I need to not listen to this stuff so much and stay more positive. And I'm like driving down the road and I just got really emotional at one point. I I think I did a dramatic scream to just like let it all out. And, um, and then once I did that, I'm like, okay, I feel better. I think I like drove down the coast and I was almost as far as, I think I was past Laguna and I was like, okay, I'll turn around and come home now. <laughs> um, and so I remember that as being a movement leading towards it. It wasn't the thing, but mm-hmm. there was a point where it just got to be too much. And I just thought, you know, no one can handle this alone. We all have to do it together. So, um, yeah, that was probably one of the the biggest moments where I was just like, yeah, I got to get this out here and try and inspire people the way they've inspired me. And, and again, not even just all about this election. It's about all of it. It's about how, you know, even after this election is over, no matter what the outcome, we still need to stick together. We still need to protect each other, um, stand up for each other. And, um, so yeah. Now, did you kind of know where you wanted to go with the production right off the bat, or was that something that was really developed over time when you met Dennis? That was, that actually was developed over time. I mean, I always have, as you know, I always have, um, when I bring a song to someone, most of the time, I always have a, a structure and, you know, a melody, a lyric. Um, when I um, started talking to Dennis about it, when I introduced it to him, you know, in hopes that he would be interested, I was like, oh my God, please, please, because I like, um, um, I've been listening to Dennis's music for two or three years now. And I mm-hmm. just, I just knew that he would be a really great person to work on with this song. And, um, so when I shared it with him, I only had the chorus and like a, a little bit of the verse, like it wasn't all done, which is very unusual for me, but I felt really, really strong about the chorus. Like I kept singing the chorus in, in my head and I had like the little B section afterwards. So, um, basically, you know, when I, when I spoke to Dennis and he was like down with it and then I sang in the chorus and he, he had mentioned that, um, I'll let him talk about a little bit more, but he already was getting ideas. I was like, okay, sweet. So yeah, 
I, I didn't have everything. I, I kind of in this one leaned a little bit on, on Dennis interpreting what I wanted. And um, yeah, I did an amazing job. Yeah. And Dennis, I want to know what was like, what was the winning factor, I guess you could say about her song where you were like, oh, I really, really want to work on this with her. I mean, I think for me, a lot of the times what makes me decide to work on something with someone is if like it resonates with me or if mm. it feels like, I think for me, like if, if I listen to something, even if it's just a scratch track with, even if it's just an acapella, like if I can feel from, if I can feel something from it. Mm. And if I like, if ideas just start popping in my head, then yeah, clearly I want to work on right. it. Cause, cause it's touching me in a different way that well, that sounds weird. It's touching <laughs> me in a different way than, you know, other, other songs would. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think that's kind of what it was. Like she, she came and I think when we had first started talking about it, when we were talking about like style and direction of the production, what she said mostly to me were like, like emotional things or like feelings instead of like, Oh, it needs to have this type of synth sound right. or that, this or that or that, you know? So she gave me the liberty to kind of let <clears throat> that kind of stuff, just the emotions dictate mm -hmm. what was going to come out of it. And that's a big thing that I like to do with my production is I think, you know, the emotion in the music is just as important as the motion in, in the lyrics and the, uh, the singing. So, you know, that's, I try to convey that as much as the artist does on my end. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff happening in the song that I really love. The intro is like, that thing just hooked me in right away. So I do want to learn more about how you guys pieced the intro uh, together because intros are very important nowadays. You have to really capture the attention of the listener right off the bat. Yeah, I think and you we, guys did we that. Went th oh, yeah. I think we went through like two or three different like thoughts on what to do with it. Mm. We, I mean, our, our initial thought was like, we wanted to, we wanted it to have tension. Yeah. And that was obviously what we wanted. Cause that's what the song, you know, we wanted that song to convey the song. Um, and we tried a couple of different things and I think we just kind of landed on, like there's just the simplicity of the droningness of that bass mm -hmm. and the vocals. And it, we were just like, Oh, well this works. So why fight it? <laughs> like what you just said, you're like, this works. Like sometimes on social media, when I find myself, when I don't have like anything clever to say, like I'm about to post something and now I have to say something clever. And a lot of times it's like, you don't, it's like whatever you're posting is the thing. And a lot of times I know other people will do it. I'll just put this with like an exclamation mark. And it's like, Oh, it's, and, and then people go, Oh, well, what is this? You know, it's kind of like a great lead in. Um, that's where that came from. But like Dennis said, it was like three tries. I kept mm. doing fancy schmancy things. Well, first of all, I have to just say like, I didn't have much to do with the sound. I mean, yes, we talked about tension and stuff, but Dennis right away, I think came up with that incredible beat and bass. Like that was just killer. And, and I just felt like, pressure to, <laughs> to put something over top of it or nothing at all because it was just so good by itself but I knew I wanted something because like what Lisa's saying is you know we try as songwriters to capture people from the minute they turn it on but 
this was more like that. It was kind of like this, like, okay, this, that's all you have to hear this. And I, and then the whole, like, you know, uh, you know, doing it as a little whisper and it gets closer and closer and closer. So by the time the verse comes in, but yeah, Dennis, Dennis's, um, intro for sure. Uh, the musicality just in, inspired me. I felt like I had to match it. And yeah, he's right. We're like, instead of trying so hard, really just being simple is what kind of worked. Now, you, Jen, you said that um, you had like pretty much just like the chorus down uh, when you presented this to Dennis. So did you write everything? Out? Did you guys write the rest of this together or like, um, uh, or did Dennis kind of lay down like a, a structure for you and then you were uh, working off of that? No, I actually, I actually finished a song before the track got started. Gotcha. Like we knew when we were going to um, get started on it based on Dennis's schedule. Uh-huh. And so it just put a fire under me and within, I don't know, two couple days or something or three days, I can't remember, but I threw the rest of it together and presented it to him and hope he liked it. <laughs> it was like, please like it. Um, and he, he did. So, um, yeah, that was it. And the only other, I will say the only other production element I knew I wanted, which Dennis gave me in two different ways, which is amazing, is I knew I wanted it to sound like a march, but I didn't want it to sound like a march, like a high school marching band. Mm. I didn't want that, I, but I wanted it to have, so I could, I could feel and see in my head people marching down the street while singing this song. So yeah, and Dennis gave that to me, like I said, like two different ways. So did you guys hit any major roadblocks on the production? No. Mm-mm. It was it was it was fairly no, it was very everything just kind of flowed. Nice. Like I presented, you know, my initial thoughts on mm-hmm. it. I think we had a call and then, you know, we had we made a couple changes. And then it kind of just took off. I mean, there was nothing that I think was any sort of roadblocks that I can remember. No. No, me either. It was pretty easy breezy. Like Dennis said, he just did his thing and I did my thing and he was really open to my comments and I was open to his and yeah, it just, it flowed really, really nice. And, you know, because we're like, you know, we're both in like, you know, California, we're both near the LA area. He's in LA, I'm in the OC, but because of COVID, we couldn't see each other in person. So it was Mm -hmm. all remotely, but as you know, that can be difficult sometimes, but with Mm -hmm. Dennis, it wasn't, it flowed really well. It was awesome. Yeah. I think part of it too, probably was like the, the, we had a pretty in-depth conversation before we got started on it too. So I think we, from then on, we were really on the same page. It's not like I was taking shots in the dark, trying to interpret her notes from an email. You know, we like, we really talked it through, talked about what her ideas were, what her, like what she wanted to convey and all that stuff. So I think that really helped us kind of build a foundation of understanding for it to go in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I want to know what your uh, favorite lyric line is in the song. And Dennis, if you have one, I want to hear that one as well. Um, gosh, um, mm-hmm. that's hard. And I knew you were going to ask me this. I should have been like, <laughs> I should have been 
prepared for this. I actually pulled up the lyrics. I'm looking at them right now. Um, Cheater. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I have to. Um, I was right about to do that too. I was like, I was like, oh man. Cheaters. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do it. No, this stumps everyone every time. So it's all right. <laughs> also like 9.20 in the morning here. So my brain's so I know. Bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Does it have to be a line? <laughs> if you have a section, I mean, I just want to know. Uh, I, yeah, I, w- I, w- I would be interested to know what really uh, you find captivating. I know you wrote it, so obviously, like, you know, yeah. the whole thing is your baby. But um, is there, like, a particular section or line that just really you want to bring to everyone's attention and really highlight? Well, I guess... Um for me, I guess, you know, it's really simple and it's, and, and I feel like this one wrote itself really. I mean, I just pulled from, from the ether. So mm-hmm. I would say, you know, two things. One, I just, I really like the first two lines of um, the first two lines and the last two lines of the chorus. We are the chorus and we have joined forces because that's just what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And then the tag of that is we won't let you ignore us because we are the chorus and then um, the B section, no justice, no peace. I mean, it's 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 a chant that's been going around for for years and years and years. Yeah. It's not any, you know, nothing that I came up with myself. I just pulled it from from you know socials. But um, yeah, I think it's just so powerful. And it's um, yeah, it's just I I hesitated at first to say no justice, no peace because it it seems. At it, at um, so militant to say it, you know, so threatening. No justice, mm-hmm. no peace. Um, but at its core, it's there's hope in it. It's just saying, like, hear me, see me, feel me. You know, it's like, and 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 if you don't, I'm not going to let you take advantage of me. So for me, it's a very confident line about like, you know, like, you know, just don't don't treat us badly because you know we're not going to stand for this and. And um, I've always admired people who, you know, stand up for themselves. So I think for me, it maybe be that stuff. Nice. Dennis, did you find yours? <laughs> yeah, I, I was looking through them. I was like, oh, man, there's a lot. I think for me, I think I really liked the pre-chorus, uh, which is that we're tired, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will not be divided, discouraged, frightened, or silenced. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I mean, for me, that's just something that, means a lot because you know we I've always had this uh, I mean I guess I'll, so I guess for me you know I my my sink and production everything comes from a stems from a point of um trying to do everything I could to find a way to bring people together in the music industry mm-hmm. instead of dividing people so once I found an outlet through sync and I knew that I could make money from it. <laughs> um, I wanted to show other people that it was possible. Mm. And I have, I have always come from the thought of bringing people together, sharing information and lifting each other up. So I think something like that, especially, I mean, a lot of musicians and artists and stuff like that are feeling that right mm. now with what's going on. You know, everyone's kind of in limbo. They don't know what to do with themselves. And now's the time for us to be helping each other and, and bringing each other up. So I think that's kind of what gravitates towards me or like to me the, the most of the song. 
I really like that. I like that mentality a lot. Um, yeah, I just, even for my own personal career, it's just like, I, I want it so bad just so I can help everyone else like around right. me cre- and create jobs for them. It's not even just about me, you know? So I really like that mentality. Good job, Dennis. Yeah. And I think it's, <laughs> I think it's just, uh, I won't go too much in a rant, but <laughs> like, I think it's funny because, you know, like for instance, science has progressed so much because people have shared their information. They've yeah. shared their studies, they shared their whatever, like, I don't understand why that's not, that isn't commonplace in music. Mm-hmm. Cause if we all helped each other, can you imagine like where we would be Yeah, no, for as sure. opposed to where we are now? Yeah. And I think that's just something that people need to, to like sit down and actually think about and realize. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I am. I revisited a, a saying, I don't know where it came from. I think a lot of people have said it in different ways, Dennis, but it speaks to that. I recently saw something that said um, to basically operate from a place of abundance as opposed to scarcity. There's enough, there's enough for everybody. And mm-hmm. everyone's so um, taken over by fear in this world. We all are at different times that we just, we clutch tight to our, clutch tight to our pearls and try and keep everything we have so no one else can get it so we can survive in this world. Mm-hmm. When there is not a, uh, a scarcity or a lack of information or love or food or kindness or any of that. It's just whatever you place your intentions on and then whatever you put out into the world, um, it's, it's there. So, um, and before I even started working with Dennis, you know, I remember reaching out to Dennis once cause I was looking for um, agents to work with, you know, to help me pitch my stuff as well mm-hmm. as my own stuff. And, Dennis was awesome and giving me, you know, ideas and stuff, you know, different people that he's worked with um, that he thought might, you know, be someone I could explore. So, yeah, Dennis has definitely been that that friendly face, that friendly person that people gravitate towards. Plus, mm-hmm. he's just freaking a just a fantastic person. I think another reason why people are drawn to him is no drama. He's that person who's just kind of easy breezy that you're like, Oh, I can talk to and have a, a deep conversation and not worry about any of the, you know, the bullshit that goes on in people's lives. So yeah. So appreciated. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have a favorite, uh, production element? I liked, I, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like all of it because like, I think for me, and I'm not, that's, I was like, that's very nice. Not on the back say, there. <laughs> I think for me, I had a lot of fun because yeah. I got to like really stretch my wings and do a lot of different things oh, yeah. in the production. And it was fun for me to go back and forth between these different styles mm-hmm. and different ideas and you know, the ebb and flow of the emotions that come along with it. Mm. I think that was a lot of fun for me. Nice. For me, I think, um, as opposed to one like little ear candy moment or anything, I guess two, two things come to mind. I am in love with the beats in this song. I love all the beats from like the very beginning. And um, again, Lisa knows from, working with me too that I I really like 
um, it doesn't always work out that this is the best choice, but when it can happen, I do like when each section has its own identity, its own sound, but they still all flow together. And Dennis did a really good job of that. That was one of like our, I think our second call maybe where we were like kind of really honing in and we wanted to make sure that each one had its own identity. So we talked about different cadences and mm. different things we could do. And he did such a great job with that. Like when each little section comes up, I like, it makes my body, you know, being a former dancer, it makes my body want to do different things. And mm -hmm. as long as I'm moving, I'm happy. And um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, it has a great groove. And also too, and Dennis, you can speak to this a little bit. There is a moment that came towards the end where, um, I got one of the drafts back from him and there was um, coming out of the chorus into the bridge. So we have two, and Dennis did a great job with this too. We have two bridges. Yeah, of course. Why not write two bridges back to back? Um, sure. Thanks for that, Jane. Um, but when he did it, uh, when he presented it to me, it was like, we, there used to be like a little bit of a, um, a measure or two in between and he sent it back to me and the measure wasn't there anymore. And it kind of took me aback. I was like, Whoa, wait, no, there's a measure here. And we talked about it. And I said, you know, I'm kind of warming up to this idea. Like it, it like kind of forces your brain to get to the next section really quick. And most of the time that wouldn't work. But in this case, with what the lyric is, don't get it twisted. It was coming out of the first part of the bridge is all like, ooh, kumbaya and, you know, beautiful, spacey, gorgeous. And then all of a sudden when the don't get it twisted comes in, it like demands your attention. And so mm -hmm. that was like, I thought a brilliant um, move for him because it, because it really works for the listener, I think. Mm. We feel all the risings from those who came before us and we are just getting started. Don't get it twisted, there's no insurrection And only the foolish believe your projections And all of the lies in your bold misdirections Will leave you rejected In the wake of what you do There'll be no resurrection for you yeah, I think you, you basically nailed it. I think for me, my idea was that going from something so like flowy and just like beautiful and vibey into something that was like more abrasive, I guess, is not the best way to describe it, but like in your face, I, I think it just, for me, I was just like, no, it, it needs to just kind of slam into it. There is no I think the pacing just worked so much better to kind of like throw you back into it instead of like trying to ease the listener into the, the different section. Yeah.
question for you. We are the... Well, are there any other cool, interesting facts about the writing process, the production process, or the recording process of this song? I did it from a couch in Hawaii. Oh, <laughs> I you was, were in I was, Hawaii uh, when I, you did this. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, we, I finished off all the production and mixing when I was in Hawaii. Wow. So I was basically working remotely. Nice. Yes, I was just longingly, you know, looking on in the background as he did what he did, wishing <laughs> I could be there. Right. <laughs> um, for me, I guess the one kind of interesting thing is I'm just so thankful to Dennis. Um, he'll tell you, I don't know if he remembers I said this, but he'll confirm in the phone call when I called him and, you know, said, you know, would you be interested in maybe working on a song with me? And um, I think I texted him first or I don't know, social media him somewhere. Is that a word? Social media him. <laughs> I've been following him for a long time. Like I said, we've been having little conversations now and again over the last two years. And then, you know, of course we've seen each other in person at events and stuff before COVID. And um, when he said, yes, he would be interested, I was freaking like jumping up and down because he's always so busy. He's just, he's freaking busy because he's yeah. great. And I was like, oh my God, he's like, said he'll, you know, he'll at least listen and see if maybe. And, and so I told him when he listened and then we decided we were going ahead with it. Um, I told him that I've been stalking you for over two years. <laughs> oh my God. And then as, and then as the word <laughs> out my mouth, I go, I hope he knows it's like in a, in a positive okay. way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm following your yeah. career. Not that I, I knew I saw someone in my trees the other day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a friend, um, God, who just, you know, I haven't heard us in so long. And she said, well, stocking is just talking with a mess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't the case here. I didn't right. do that. It was creepy. Yeah, I was just following, I was following him. It's just so great. So. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah. You're welcome. Annie's Filipino. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go grab some lumpia. There you go. <laughs> um, well, can you uh, tell the lovely listeners when and where they can download We Are the Course um, and stream and where they can find you on social media? Yeah. So um, it's going to be releasing on a Friday, Industry New Music Friday, um, on the 30th of this month. I wanted to um, release it before the official official um, voting. But, you know, mm-hmm. anyone that's listening to this, if you haven't gotten out and vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. vote Send vote. your ballots in now. Yep. Turn them in. If you can't go in person, then turn them in by mail, but turn them in. It's so amazing what's happening out there. There's how many votes that we already have in, in the country is just so freaking inspiring. So, um, um, and in addition, I should mention um, in streaming or downloading the song, Dennis and I have decided that um, all of the streams, all the, the money from the streams and the downloads um, from this song um, will be donated um, to uh, three different charities. Um, one is um, 
uh, Charity Water, the other one's Nature Conservancy, and then they've got to have one in there about voting. Um, there's um, basically um, a group um, formed by the people that do, um, there's a podcast called um, Vote Save America, and their website is votesaveamerica.com. And it's basically a charity for helping people with um, gerrymandering and voter um, tampering and all that and um, uh, all the things that are being done to keep people from voting. There are groups that help get the information out there. So all that'll be on my um, website. And um, what else did you ask me, Lee? Socials, I'm on Instagram and web, on my website, agirlnamedjane.com. Instagram, I'm a girl named Jane. Add a girl named Jane, Twitter, I'm named Jane, um, and Facebook, forward slash girl named Jane. Um, what else? I'm not quite the TikTok queen that you are, Lee, so I'm on TikTok, but I don't have anything on there yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, those are all my places. Nice. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on my show. And I loved learning more about how you guys piece together. We are the chorus and I can't wait for everyone to hear it. And yes, go vote. Go out there and vote, people. This is the time for change. song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening.